Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Man Baggage. My name's Russell Kane. This is the space where I get various types of blokes, men, boys, whatever you want to call us together. We drill into their heads and we try and work out what makes men tick. We're trying to compile a Haynes manual of the male mind, a user's guide for other men and women to understand what's going on with their brothers, their mates, their uncles, their dads, and everyone in between. We have a diverse range of people on here. We have non-binary people, gay, straight. doesn't seem to make any bloody different. Masculinity is in crisis. There's something going on, and I reckon it's just because we don't understand what makes these engines tick. And what better way to do that than to get compelling male guests each episode, question them on a topic of my choosing, and find out if it sheds any light onto masculinity in general. As always, I will have a female auditor ready to call bullshit on any sexist generalisations that men drift into, which happens more often than we would like on this uh, show. So on Man Baggage today, I'm joined by Callum Jones. If the name rings a bell, it should. Uh, Love Island super stud fell off of the scaffolding into the villa. <laughs> Callum, welcome. Cheers for having me. I'm looking forward to this. Now, we can't, I can't do this on your own, Callum. I'd love just to, to talk to you about loyalty, which is today's subject. But we are joined by my, my wife, uh, Lindsay <laughs> Kane, who was supplied to me originally by an agency, and then in the end, we just decided to make it official. Today, we're going to go to one of the most divisive topics of all, sports about how men love sport. Instead of one male brain, I've got two. I've got 16 valve. I've got more horsepower. And I'm revving, <laughs> yes. I'm revving with twice the pace. Oh, <laughs> I'm joined by Fabio Bocca and Jake Boyce. Let's uh, go. Host, host, <laughs> the pronunciation, I love it. Yeah, hosts of Pit Stop, which is an amazing podcast for everyone who's obsessed with everything F1. They're also football junkies as well, from what I can see from stalking them. Fab and Jake, welcome. Thank you. Hello, hello. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So we're talking about loyalty. I mean, um, I'm assuming people know what loyalty means, giving or showing firm and constant support or allegiance to a person or institution. It's got so many different meanings. But in the dating game with boys and girls, I mean, poor old Callum, he's been to the university, college and PhD of loyalty. He's been through Love Island. I mean, the Casa Amor that happened um, this year, for example, we really saw it. For those of you who don't watch Love Island, sorry, I should just 
people will be going, I don't fucking listen to it. We have to talk, Callum, as though someone's never watched it. But basically, Love Island is a dating show where guys and girls try to fall in love in a villa. It's a sort of reality experience. And then halfway through, they're split up and those bonds are tested in something called Casa Amor, where they go off and some other girls are dropped in or some other boys are dropped in and they see if they're loyal. And there was one young man, I won't name him this year because I know he wasn't very happy with me talking about him, who went and sort of started getting off with loads of other girls. And he made the argument, this is an amazing one, when I'm getting off with other birds, it's my way of showing my loyalty to you by testing myself. <laughs> which I thought was quite funny, but then he was very, very unhappy about that and called me out on it for making fun of him. But people can be snobby about it, Callum, and they are snobby about it. But I think I think you can watch it like a David Attenborough programme as well because it brings human mating into like a scientific experiment, doesn't it? And at time and time again, women appear to be more loyal than men, statistically. Do you agree? I would say so. From what, yeah, from what I've seen, I would definitely say so. I don't understand what it is with, with men. I think it's the thrill of it more than anything. Callum, can I ask, are you in a relationship now? I am, yeah. Yeah. Is it with Molly? Yeah, yeah. For, off the show, Molly, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Two and a half years. No, three years. That's very good. Well done. What an achievement to come out of there. It's a, yeah, does work. it works. Yeah. I think men are probably more wired to, obviously they are, aren't they, to like spread the seed to as many yeah. places as possible. The curtains, the duvet, the socks. Yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think in today's society, there's so much opportunity. So that I think there's that, there's the, the, the need and the want to do it. And there's also the opportunity. And can they get away with it? Yes or no type thing. I think, do you remember when we did, we did the podcast with Chris DiStefano, the American big yeah. comedian guy. So I get the impression that his, his missus is like, you know, quite feisty and doesn't put up with anything. And Chris is a handsome guy as well. So I imagine he gets a lot of attention. It's just the same and thing, he, same thing. He yep. said, he made a comment, I don't know whether you, you picked up on it, that he doesn't have access to, he doesn't have access at all to his social media. But you would never know that, like, looking at his social media, it, it looks like he's very much in control of it. And he sort of said, like, you know, when you're on the road for a week or two and you get all these hot girls messaging you and... But basically, he's removing that one step of opportunity yeah. from his his vision. And I think that is the key thing. We're talking about awareness this week, and uh, I always have one or two guys on. I'm always interested to get inside their heads, but I'm absolutely thrilled. Bit of fangirling quite hard to have Kenny Allstar in the building, the virtual building. If I had an I would press it right now. <laughs> Star, the man, the curator of the One Extra Friday Night Rap Show, of course, the midwife of British hip-hop, catching new stars and breaking open the amniotic sack, watching people like Big <laughs> Jest take his first gasp on the rap game this series, which is absolutely fantastic, and I urge you to catch up with that. Everything on the rap game builds towards that final moment where they go in the booth and set it on fire. He's on his about 100th booth. They've all burnt down. The man can't even get insurance. There's been so many fires in there. Third party, fire and theft. Kenny Allstar, how are you? Hey, that, what an intro, Russell. Russell, you might have to take my job. Just do all the mixtapes. I've got like a hundred mixtapes. I've got a backlog. I'm just going to send you all the files and you're just going to do the intros for me. That one's dope. Oh, man. And it's a pleasure to be on Man Baggage. Of course, yourself and Lindsay. I love what you guys are doing. Um, and it's just exciting. It's just exciting to just enter your world. It is different, of course. I know a lot of people that 
follow me week by week will be shocked. Russell Kane and Kenny Allstar, what a link up. That doesn't <laughs> look right on paper, but we're going to make it work, I'm sure. When it, when it drops on Spotify, All-Star and Full-Star is going to be rinsing every download. Yes, yes, yes. Give us our number one from now, man. Don't this. worry about it. I can, I can spit like a llama with rabies. Don't you worry about that. Do you think, lads, that the uh, it, an interest in sports is seen as masculine? So let's say, I don't know if you're, are you single, you two? Attached? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, sadly, I am. Um, we're single, yeah. You're both single, right? Yeah. So if you were going out with a, a girl, first date, really fit, loads in common, all the things you look for, she's kind, she's got a great family, she's considerate, she's intelligent, she's fit, you fancy her. But for the four, you can even pick up your fault. She's like, I tell you what's going on with the season. This and what about rugby league? What's going on there? Would you? I think I'd absolutely love that. Like I was speaking really? to some girl on a dating app, and she was an Arsenal fan. And like, so one of the first things she did was be like, well, she was just saying we can go watch football together, and she was just talking about Arsenal. And I was just blown away by the conversation. One of the best conversations I'd had. Oh, what happened? Oh, nothing. Nothing. I'm too oh. shy to go on the day. Ironically, <laughs> di- ironically didn't score. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fell at the last hurdle once again. <laughs> you know, like when you see it, uh, there was a phrase when I was a teenager, just very politically incorrect now, geezer bird, for like a female friend who was just like in a football shirt talking about sport the whole time, as though there was something unmasculine about it. I mean, it's so unfashionable now. But I think at the back of a lot of men's minds, they still feel that way. Yeah, I don't know, really. I think it's ever since the, the the women's... Sorry, my football terminology is so bad. But ever since the women just won the Euros... What did they win? The, the, yeah. the Euros? Yeah. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's opened the door for a lot more women to feel like they can watch it and they want to watch it. I'm wondering, though, Lindsay, when, when women speak about sport, like say you were into the Euros, whatever just happened. Like, what was it, the Euros? The Lionesses. And you met with your friend Rachel and you were speaking about the football. You're actually speaking about the football. But I don't know if men, when they're speaking about the football, are actually speaking about the football. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like two blokes walking to a room. We've got nothing in common. Our wives are friends. We don't even want to be here. And it's a way of finding something to talk about, to engage with another man. I'm wondering if sport is a stepping stone for men more than it is for women. Oh, I completely agree that it's a mad stepping stone. Definitely. It's like, yeah, when my dad like first meets somebody, it's like, who do you support? Then he would start talking. Um, you just said you were like a Man City fan. Then that would have started a whole conversation because he's a red and it's like, ah. Oh. Yeah, whenever I'm in a pub or, you know, you know, your new mates are brought in or whatever, football is the easy go-to chat because if, if most of my mates and people I know are all into the same kind of thing anyway. But that's why it's a nightmare for me because I'm not into football. And like sometimes Lindsay be like, it'd be great, the girls are going, all their fellas are going, and then they walk off and they're all talking about like feelings within five seconds. And then I'm just sat at a table thinking, what the fuck, how the fuck can I join you? I don't know anything about this fucking Argentinian goalkeeper. Well, there's one I fucking look, look like as well, apparently. Plays for Aston Villa. The best thing you can do is just chat Martinez. shit and, and make stuff up. Martinez. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I get. Every yeah. time Martinez plays, my fucking Twitter crashes. <laughs> Oh, I don't understand any of this. No, just, football, no, just, just go with it. Just football banter, eh, lads? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I think the issue with the industry that I'm in is based off cameras, lights, glitz, glamour, you know, chains, watches. It's all based on perception, right? If you don't look a certain way or switch on a certain persona, it kind of affects the music and, and even the audience that you attract, right? And I think it's always been an issue in my craft because, again, growing up in school, for example, right, even if you want to look at stylistic choices, what we wear, right, the guy that wore the more skinny jeans or the slim kind of fitted or the, the colourful jumpers, it gets to get looked at sideways like what's he wearing that's not cool you're meant to be in like baggy jeans and you're meant to let your trousers hang or you're meant to wear black and you know look tough all the time right and then I find that with age you know I've learned to be a bit more embracive you know and and understand that just because I want to wear a a pink jumper I I look better than the guy that's wearing black all the time because I can pull it off right and then you kind of with age get a hold of that and, and you become self-aware but comfortable in your own skin. But unfortunately, and this is why this conversation needs to be had, unfortunately, that's not the case all the time. You know, you, you, it's all perception, it's all persona. I think men, we claim to be self-aware, but I think we can be more judgmental. I think yeah. it's more of, oh, why, does, why is he walking like that? We, we, we kind of bitch a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, a bit more. I like that as a dress code, though, like Bake Off mixed with Gangster. That's what I'm going to wear tomorrow. <laughs> it works. It works. Gonna, oh, no, my chain's dropped in my showstopper. No, but uh, <laughs> I'll ask it more bluntly then, Kenny, before I come to you, Lens, is like, are blokes less likely to be aware when they're being bellends? You know when someone comes in, they're being a bit of a cock and everyone's like, oh, my God, what's this geezer doing? Do you think women are more tuned into when they're suddenly perceived as being unpleasant around them. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think, especially in my industry, there's a lot of guys who, again, think they're the shit when they're probably not really the shit. They just walk <laughs> around like they're shit. Yeah. Don't stink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And um, 
And I guess it's weird because it's like a catch-22 because let's say if you're a rapper, right, your whole persona is based off people believing like you're the shit, right? So you kind of have to switch it on when the cameras are on. But I think where we can be, where we can lack awareness is when the cameras are off, you yes. don't need to be a dickhead, right? <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. It's all right if the camera goes on and you want to do your whole persona and your whole spill and do what you want. But when the cameras are off, you don't have to be that guy. And yeah. I think where we struggle sometimes as men, especially in the industry, is finding the balance. Cameras off, be yourself. Like, don't, don't be a dickhead, because I think what ends up happening is you, if you be a dickhead offline, it then becomes a thing where you now have this persona all the time as you're rebelling. I've had relationships in the past where I would phone the work late night, whatever. And now I know that he obviously had like a call divert. So he'd be like, oh, I'm just at work. Actually, he wasn't. He was off to bang his next side piece. Oh. So it was like, but I thought I was phoning his work, but he wasn't. He was directing his calls. So there's all these different things that you can do now that are yeah. quite clever and not to get caught. <laughs> I mean, what is the point to have like multiple women moaning? I couldn't think of anything worse. No, I, really I, you know couldn't. I couldn't. One's bad enough. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what about what about loyalty itself as as a trait? We're not talking about loyalty here in a relationship, just as a trait in itself. I think men and women. I mean, there was of course one famous going back to Love Island. Was it Georgia? Went, I'm loyal. That's who I am. I'm loyal. Oh babe. yeah, I'm loyal. Babe. I'm loyal, babe. Yeah. I'm loyal, babe. <laughs> it yeah. is like a badge people wear. No, I think women expect it. Like especially with girls, like the friends expect that loyalty. And I, th I don't know. I, th I think I don't think it's a, a masculine trait. I wouldn't say it's either or. I think. Do you, do you think it's more acceptable to men to go? I'm, I'm loyal, but ultimately I'm a killer. You know, I do what I do to achieve. Yeah. If, I have to, if, I have to, if I have to drop some man, then I'll drop them to get to get the dollar yeah. and all that stuff. I think men are more more inclined to drop loyalty when it suits them and proudly yeah. announce it. Yeah, I am yeah. loyal, but sometimes I'm fucking not. Sometimes I take people out to get to the top. You don't hear women speaking like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like when it comes to friendships, I feel like men are more loyal than, than women. That's just my opinion, but... Expand on that. Now, now, now that you say it, you do see a little bit... I mean, the word, it's not very politically correct to use it, but the idea of bitching and stuff like that. Yeah, I literally took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say that. I just feel like women have got a lot more problems going on like in groups of friends and stuff and like i think it's me if i have an argument with my mate like i forget about it like two minutes later with women it's like they'll tell the mum they'll tell their auntie they'll tell the dog <laughs> you know what i mean they tell, they just, what are you talking everyone, about no, like, don't. Don't you, shut up it's, it's like, like that. yeah it is it's like it doesn't need to be just like make up get over it like life goes yeah. on do you know what i mean as soon as something happens like the phone's engaged for about three yeah. hours because it's going around, and, and you're not going to guess now. I've got to call my cousin uh, and let her know the full <laughs> yeah, story. Uh, drooling and foaming at the mouth as I tell her what happened. <laughs> you, you, Russell calls it Radio Nonna, like mom, don't you, with my mom? Oh yeah, Radio, Von yeah, because her mum is like Radio Vonnie. You can't, you just can't get in there first before it's already been broadcast <laughs> on, yeah. on the radio. I'll be like, have you heard what's just happened? Yeah, Lindsay's phoned everyone and told them. We already know. It's like that was my story. Yeah. <laughs> that was my story to tell. <laughs> Some people argue, particularly like middle-class toffs who, who want to stamp on people's fun, that sport and toxic masculinity are linked, that they're somehow one and the same thing, that if I have like five Stellas in me and England goes on, it's impossible not to turn into a twat. I mean, that is true of me, obviously. Yeah, yeah. No, I think um, 
God, it, yeah, it's a tough one. I think people love the sport so much. They're very passionate about it. So if you say something wrong about their team, they're going to get pissed off. Like my uncle, Man City supporter, that's why I support them, allegedly. Used if I to. wore a red T-shirt to his house, he'd make me change it and put a blue one on. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's very much like that, isn't it? I live near Manchester. It's like fucking the Palestinian border up here on Manchester. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> It's brutal. You know, I don't understand. I was just speaking to Dean, our friend, this morning, and we were talking about football. I don't know why we were talking about football. And we had, I was like, oh, you, you know, he was telling me he went to see, he took his son to a game. And I was like, oh, are you a Millwall? Is it Millwall? Is that how you yeah. say it? Like, he's yeah. a Millwall yeah, yeah. fan. So, like, oh, is it quite wild? And he was like, oh, my God, it's so wild. And he said, it's quite mild when you go in. And then all of a sudden, all these, like, OAPs, these pensioners will start being like, you know, and swearing. Just, do you think it's a way of, like, them just getting aggression out? Like, when I'm, when I'm feeling like, oh, I put, like, really aggressive rap music on and then I think I'm, like, Tupac or something, and that helps me mentally. Do you think that they do that? They're all nice and calm, and then as soon as the football goes, you start, like, swearing to get out, like, a certain anger. That's a good question. Is there, like, a cathartic element like exfoliating the anger well defo there was a story that come out not long ago from a, a footballer in a premier league that was dating this woman and she'd met her her son and then at the next game he was playing he saw that son in the stand like giving him the middle finger like telling him to fuck <laughs> off and it was he, it was the you know he was dating this woman and he knew this son from being like a lovely boy and the mum was lovely and it is a completely different personality to the person wow. he'd met at home to being at football with his mates. Mm. And it, that is what it is, because when you have 30,000 people in a stadium that all love one thing, all it's going to take is one little trigger and everyone's going to jump on it. I like that. You know, I mean, if, I was the football, if I was the footballer, as I was walking upstairs with the mum, I'd be going, it's coming home now, playing the PlayStation, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just Have atmosphere, that, isn't it? But I see you change. I, I go to football oh, yeah, matches man. with you, and it's, it's something like something takes a hold of you. Like you're not Jake <laughs> anymore. You're like this beast. Oh mate, I, I absolutely <laughs> live and breathe my club. I've loved them since I was a tiny little boy. Like if we lose, I'm in a bad mood. We win, I'm ecstatic. Yeah. Really? So it affects you as bad as that? Like you're in a bad mood if you lose? I, it will oh, definitely, yeah. it will definitely like make me annoyed. Like I could be here sat on my own, and I will proper scream and shout at the TV like if Arsenal <laughs> score. But if we lose, I like, it will. It can ruin my weekend. Also, Arsenal really? have had a terrible three years. So I've had a terrible three years. Oh <laughs> like, my God. No, genuinely like deep, deep depression. Yeah, if you really, really yeah. love the club, it is actually like that. Okay, that's the end of part one of my bulging baggage. Best of. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. 
Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. 